Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can always pick them up on an application called Sound Cloud by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and T-R-90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging, all pushed together as one word. You might find them on other podcast services as well, since Frank says he has seen and heard of them popping up elsewhere. With that being said, for those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Ann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call this morning. Our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 efforts. And if you're listening to this as a podcast and wish to catch us live, you can dial in to 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022, and we would be thrilled to have you join us. As I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise going back more than four decades since I had grandparents that were not in the best of health, and I didn't want to travel down some of the um, health-challenging paths that they were headed down. So with that, um, I've done a lot of things over the years to mitigate some of those health challenges and um, just tried a myriad of different things. Came into the TR90 program about 14 years ago when it first started. Really loved the TR90 program in that it puts all of the pieces together. Um, the R90, which was its immediate predecessor, while it worked well for some people, for me it didn't work very well at all. In six months, on the TR90 program, I was able to lose 20 body inches, even though I did not lose an ounce. So I was already exercising four and a half, five hours a week and um, eating well. It's just the complete package really made a huge difference. So like I said, if you're looking for a sales that's going to give you the full picture, make sure you choose one that um, does uh, body composition as opposed to the standard old scales that only give you pounds and you're left wondering, well, is how much of this is water? How much of this is fat? How much of this is muscle? You need a composition scales for that purpose. Otherwise, do your measurements, take your photos once a month, check and see how your clothes are fitting, and that would be a better guide than, than a regular old bathroom scales. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, that is your one lean, clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. I was not able to do that, I would say, probably about 35 to 40% of the time. So I ended up taking them with my meals. So... If you find that you're in that category, do realize that even though it says do it 15 to 20 minutes beforehand, better to take them with your meals than to completely forget them. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. 
Those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Your macronutrients are your proteins, your carbs, your sugars, your fats. Your micronutrients are your vitamins and minerals that are in those fruits and vegetables. And fiber helps in two ways, one of which is with satiety or that feeling of fullness. And the other way that fruits and vegetables helps is for good digestive health. That fiber um, helps clear out your digestive system, really keeps things going in a good direction. So for that, guys, need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily. So that is something else to keep in mind. And if you're getting all that fiber, well, you're going to want to start moving because 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, at least five days a week, is the recommended baseline. So that's where you start. You can definitely go up from there. You can do more minutes. You can do uh, a lot more exercise. You can do it every single day. You can chunk it up into a 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks, whatever works best for your lifestyle. And it could be whatever exercise really gets your heart rate moving, and it could be cleaning the house. It could be skating. It could be snowshoeing. It could be dancing. It could be walking down the street. Whatever works best into your lifestyle. Then if you're working out moderately to heavily, you're going to be perspiring, and you're going to need to replace your body moisture and for hydration, your baseline is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you, for instance, weigh 100 pounds, then you should be drinking 50 ounces of water daily. But if you're exercising heavily or you're in a very humid area, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in dehydration. And sometimes dehydration starts setting in and it makes you think that you're actually hungry when, in fact, you're thirsty. So... One of my common tricks is I stop and I drink a glass of water if I think I'm hungry. Wait five minutes, see if I'm still hungry or if it was really dehydration. And then I either drink more water or depending on how long it's been since I've had a meal, then um, eating some food. The last thing that I recommend, and I have read several studies that support this, is seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That really sets your body up from making some really wild decisions, um, clears out toxins, resets your um, various different things, and helps restore muscles and tissues while you sleep. So it is really important and helps your brain really set itself up for making good decisions the next day. In addition to all of that TR90, um, program. I'm always looking for additional information to share with you that will be in support of our TR90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of Eat to Live by Joel Furman, spelled F-U-H-R-M-A-N. He's a medical doctor um, and he really strongly recommends lots of fruits and vegetables and lightly processed because the closer you can get them to their natural state, the better they are for you in, on many different levels. And so that's one of, one of his main things. But today we're actually 
going to be talking about does fish prevent heart disease. So there are two components to a heart attack or a stroke. First, you must develop atherosclerotic plaque. This plaque builds up over many years from eating a diet deficient in unrefined plant foods. Almost all Americans have such plaque. Autopsy studies demonstrate atherosclerosis even in the vast majority of American children. Once this fatty plaque accumulates and partially blocks a coronary artery, a clot can develop into a defect or a crack in the surface of the plaque. This clot is called a thrombose, which can enlarge and completely block the vessel, causing a heart attack or break off and travel upstream, obstructing a more distal coronary site. A traveling th thrombosis is called an embolus, and emboli and thrombi are the causes of almost all heart attacks and strokes. Fish contains omega-3 fatty acids, the EPA and DHA, that interfere with blood clotting much the same way that aspirin does. So once you have significant atherosclerosis, it is helpful to take such anti-clogging agents, especially if you continue a dangerous diet. These fish-derived fats also have some effects on protecting the arterial walls from damage and from other fats. For people eating unsaturated fat-containing animal products, it is advisable to consume one to two weekly portions of fatty fish such as sardines, salmon, trout, halibut, or mackerel, and reduce the consumption of other animal products accordingly. Increasing fish intake beyond the one or two servings per week has not been shown to offer additional benefit. However, the best way to prevent a heart attack or a stroke is to follow a high-nutrient diet with little or no animal fats, thereby ensuring that such blockages do not develop in the first place. When eating fish, then eating fish won't matter. It is true that increasing blood levels of these important fish-derived fats reduces the incidence of heart attacks significantly. However, contrary to popular belief, not only vegetarians but also most others eating diets with adequate plant material get most of their long-chain omega-3 fats from non-fish sources. In fact, the reason the fish-derived fats, EPA and DHA, are not considered essential fats is that almost all people have enzymes to convert the plant-derived omega-3 fat rapidly into EPA and DHA. Fish is a double-edged sword, especially because fish has been shown to increase heart attack risk if it is polluted with mercury. Keep in mind that even though men in Finland consume lots of fish, their mortality from coronary heart disease is one of the highest in the world. It seems that the cardioprotective effects of eating a little fish is lost when you eat lots of fish, most likely because lots of fish exposes you to high mercury levels, which can promote lipid peroxidation. Lipid peroxidation occurs when the body 
lipids react with oxygen to create a compound that plays an important role it, or plays in a major role in the development of diseases such as heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis. In addition, those who consume fish in the hope of reducing their cardiac risk may be getting more than they bargained for, namely toxic contaminants, including some of the carry, that carry a cancer risk. Fish is one of the most polluted foods we eat, and it may place consumers at a high risk excuse me, for various cancers. Scientists have linked tumors in fish directly to the pollutants ingested along the aquatic food chain, and a finding confirmed by the National Marine Fisheries Service Laboratory. In some instances, such as with the PCBs in the Great Lakes, trout and salmon, it has been shown that the person would have to drink the lake water for 100 years to accumulate the same quantity of PCBs present in a single half-pound portion of these fish, reported by John J. Black, Ph.D., Senior Cancer Research Scientist for the Roswell Park Memorial Institute to the Can American Cancer Society. From the flounder in Boston Harbor to the English sole in Puget Sound, scientists report that hydrocarbon pollution from the habitat concentration in fish. There are high cancer rates around New Orleans where fresh fish and shellfish are a staple of the local cuisine. So the fish with the highest mercury levels are going to be your tilefish, swordfish, mackerel, and shark. Those with the lowest mercury levels are going to tend to be your salmon, flounder, sole, tilapia, trout, and cod. And I think I'm going to stop there for today. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. I was thrilled to have you along with me today for this Monday, January 8th, 2024. If you ever miss these calls, Let's see. I welcome any thoughts or comments you may have as soon as I get us off mute. And if you wish to text me rather than um, verbally say it out loud, you can definitely do that by texting me to 503-502-4863. Let me know you're part of the TR90 group so, I don't, so that my phone doesn't automatically put you into the spam folder because I do check the spam folder, but not, maybe not as frequently as I ought to. With that, I wish you a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow, and we'll pick up where we left off with fish and which fish are better and why. So hopefully you guys found that of interest. And one of our leaders at the top of the hour will be sharing information on Facebook One Team Global Live. I know um, they just announced that Whistler is the next success trip location. And um, I know some of our top leaders have been sharing information on how to build a new skin business of late.
And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to scoot off to go do my substitute teaching today. So have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.